Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hey, ballers, we have another special episode for you this week. Um, aren't all our episodes special? Well, if we're being completely honest, no. Sometimes uh. they're practically bottom of the barrel. Well, yeah, but you're not supposed to say that on the show. Why? Well, I, I know, but I just wanted to illustrate that this show in particular is a lot better than most of our shows. Okay, but instead of throwing us under the bus, could you have just told everyone why our show is better this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this week we have a very special interview with Mystical OS, the one-man show behind our favorite add-on, Deadly Boss Mob. Mystical has been here before, and we're really happy to have him back. He's a cool guy with a cool job that, yeah. be- that benefits millions of WoW players. Yeah, and now he needs our help. Let's get to that interview! Welcome, ballers, to our exclusive second interview with Adam, Mystical OS. Welcome back to the show, Adam. Hello. Uh, we're having you back on the show today because you have just started a Patreon for the Deadly Boss Mods uh, Boss Mods add-on. Congratulations on that. Happy to hear it. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, I checked it today, and it's already over halfway uh, towards its goal. Nice. So, congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Yes, it had a nice spike today since it was on the MMO Champion front page. Oh, they rock. Very nice. I love the, those guys. The MMO Champion, boom. They are champions after all. And now we're going to give you the lagging balls. L- lagging bump. Ball. The lagging balls sway. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the basics. Could you please explain what your Patreon is about and what we're supporting? The Patreon is about all the work and time that goes into uh, Deadly Boss Mods. I basically work on it full time from home now, so it allows me to continue doing so. Up until now, it was supported mostly by uh, Elitist Jerks partnership, but. As we know, Elitist Jerk's traffic has just tanked. I mean, the community has just changed, and the game's getting more simple, and the guides and everything have just shifted away from Elitist Jerk's to more simple sites, or class sites, you know, like uh, How to Priest or Rabbit Hold or Archerous, you know. The communities have kind of gone to their own little nests instead of a a single place. So Elitist, Elitist Jerk's is pretty much... A sinking ship so dbm needed to step onto its own feet so um mystical is that because do you think that's because we're in a, a a content lull between expansions or is that just the nature of the game both i think uh the content lull hasn't helped especially with how long it's been but also just in general the site's been on decline as you know players have shifted to other sources and the game itself has gotten more simplified i mean you know you look at the game two expansions ago you had reforging and hit and expertise and all the stuff you had to worry about now it's right, just, yeah. the basic thing you have to worry about is what talent do you use on what fight i mean it's not the same game as it was before so the amount of information people need is a lot less gotcha yeah so, um, in terms of the Patreon, let's let's take a step back for a moment and explain for anybody who's not familiar. A Patreon is um, an ongoing gift. It's different than, say, something that somebody that people may be familiar with, something like a Kickstarter, um, where a Kickstarter is for a, a new project that's just starting out or something creative. 
uh, that's get, just getting going and you pledge money one time toward that end, the Patreon, by comparison, is an ongoing pledge. So you'll, you'll generally, generally pledge a, a smaller amount, but it will be a recurring amount um, monthly, mm -hmm. usually, until you turn it back off. And it's a really great service for creative people, especially online, and it's a good way to help keep them doing what they do and doing what you enjoy, and it's a really great way to show support to a lot of things that you would otherwise get for free. Yeah, that's great. So shout out to our friends at Patreon. Uh, great platform. It's been really great for the creative community. We're really happy, uh, uh, Mystical, that you've come through and put up this mm -hmm. Patreon for Deadly Boss Mods, for the good old DBM. Very deserving. Something that's not only very deserving, but something that we've all been using for so very long. For free. Um, yeah, for free. So um, we know that a lot of blood, sweat, and tears has gone into it on your end. It's about time uh, that you're, you're, collecting, you're, you're passing around the collection plate, if you will. Um, so that we can all help out a little bit. So um, explain what some of the rewards are for Patreon supporters. If somebody decides to support the Patreon for Deadly Boss Mods, what do they, what do they get out of it, other than the feel-goodness of helping you out? Rewards are something I had a, a hard time figuring out because, I mean, the add-on policy is very clear. You cannot have premium services whatsoever, so any reward cannot be awarded through the add-on itself. So that basically means I'm limited to what I can offer, so it basically comes down to you know a supporter rank and color on the forums private uh forums accessible only to us supporters i created a little classified section so higher end supporters could put up advertisements on deadly boss mods like guild recruitment posts or uh sales runs or things like that nice. yeah, you know those are the type of things i can come up with i'm still looking to more ideas but i don't have any off the top of my head but i always appreciate new ideas I'm happy to give people uh, things that they're in with, within reason. And that's totally reasonable. Um, so you are working on, you have been working on Deadly Boss Mods basically by yourself this whole time. And you just need extra support. Like you're not, you're not threatening to stop doing this because you're fed up with people not paying for it or what, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's, right. it's literally just that for your own quality of life, um, you need help. Pretty much, yeah, especially since I'm working on it uh, full-time, you know, to actually stay home and uh, be available for all the raid testing Blizzard does, even if it's the, like, last-minute posting or be, like, on-call for whatever is needed. And just to put all the hours into it, you know, you need to uh, have some reimbursement because otherwise you don't have the free time to do it. So why don't you um, give us some examples of things that Blizzard, Blizzard might change uh, that might require... Uh, changes on your end for boss mods. The reason I'm asking is there are very there are very obvious things uh, like say a boss timer changing where the boss now uh, instead of stomping on the raid at you know 30 seconds in and 45 seconds in now it's 32 seconds and 48 seconds you know and those timers we understand those will change from time to time for whatever tweaking that Blizzard will do. Maybe give us some other um, singular singular examples of things that um, maybe don't require a full update but things that um, do require changes on your end? Well, the biggest thing that requires changes is generally user feedback. You know, even when you create a mod, people have different strategies and different ideas for how to approach a fight. Like, for example, Manoroth, people pointed out that uh, DVM assigned icons basically alphabetically down the list, and they pointed out, 
well, why don't you send icons by role, you know, give the healer skull and the melee this and the range this, because this spe particular spell always targets two melee, two ranged, and a healer. And if the icons were assigned that way, they can assign positions based on the icons. So that kind of user feedback goes trend translates into uh, new features that get added to the mod. It's a good update. Mm. That's a good suggestion. So you're getting a lot of feedback directly from raiders about things to tweak that would help in the actual process of raiding. Yes. Great. Um, but DBM does a lot more than just raiding. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna come back around because a lot of what it's what it does is based around raiding. But yep. I know one of one of the most loved, most distinguishing features is a very simple one. It's me, you know, messaging Fist and hey, I'm online. What's going on? And getting an automatic response from Deadly Boss Mons that says, "Hey, I'm in the middle of an Archimond heroic fight. Please leave yeah. me the hell alone." And how annoying <laughs> and rude is it when somebody obviously sees that and then they just completely like keep talking and you're just like um i'm busy you're bothering me i'm gonna wipe like what, what's going on here some some people so uh we posted about this patreon on reddit and there were a lot of really great pieces of feedback tons of um an outpouring of support um lots of people saying wow there's a person behind all of this yeah. you know all these all these great comments that were both insightful and interesting uh, a few that were skeptical um and some that were critical and so just in order to address a few of the ones that are critical, I feel like it's a, it's a good time for us to just reach out, put the questions directly to you, and let you go ahead and clarify things. So one of the things I think that some people seem confused about was whether or not having a Patreon for Deadly Boss Mods was against the terms of service of Blizzard. So would you mind clarifying that issue in particular? Blizzard has a forum post that makes their policy very clear. They do not want advertisements of any kind in game, be it just a simple donation asking for beer or uh, more elaborate, like uh, come visit my page and give me money. You know, they want nothing of that kind. They also want no premium features of any kind. An add on must be free, open source, and available to all. You can't uh, gate the add on behind, you know, sales like say, oh, you can download a better version of the add on if you give me this. The add on has to be available to all as is without any conditions but they also say that authors are okay to ask for uh, support outside a game you know on their on their websites or you know paypal donations or the like and even a patreon is okay so long as uh it doesn't affect the mod itself you know pay people basically understand support is voluntary not mandatory to get the mod you can get the mod either way. Support just helps uh, show your appreciation and help the mod's continued development. Absolutely. And I know I, I personally got into a, a conversation with somebody who was uh, of, the, of the mind that it didn't need to be updated as much and that, you know, we're late in the expansion, there's no nothing to update anymore. And I was like, well, because he gave the example of, uh, you know, I have... I have add-ons that I haven't updated in a few years, so there's no way that this needs to be updated. And I said, well, you know, and I, I gave what possibly was a bad example. The GTFO add-on is the is the add-on that has one purpose, and it's kind of an if-then, easy, kind of statement-type uh, add-on. If you're standing in bad, you get a big bad sound that goes, eh, Very bad. and lets you know that you need to stop standing in bad. That is the one and only purpose of that, the singular purpose of that one add-on. Now, that's obviously a very simple add-on 
that's always going to have the same purpose and work the same way. Whereas something like a boss mod, like deadly boss mods, is going to have tons of different applications, lots of shifting and changing pieces and timers and, um, I mean, all kinds of technical things that I'm not familiar with, but I know that there are a ton of moving parts to it. So we understand from a very vague kind of macro level how much work goes into this. Very vague. But we, you know, we just... Before you ever even did this, we were obviously very appreciative and we continue to do so, so or to be so. So thanks, thanks, Mystical, for continuing to work on this. My pleasure. Now, speaking of, um, keeping the add-on updated seemed to be kind of a, a large complaint in the Reddit thread. How would you address this issue from your perspective as a developer? Well, some of the reading I saw, a lot of those people were complaining about very frequent updates. They're talking like every few days or every day updates. And a lot of that is just misconfiguration of their auto updater or just in general misunderstanding of uh what they're downloading i think a lot of users are using the alpha or beta versions of the mod which are updated that often and not understanding that they switch to a release version of the mod it's only released about once a month maybe twice and it's not updated as frequently as they think it is it's just for whatever reason somewhere along the line their cursed client or their minion or whatever was set to alpha versions and that's why they're getting updates that frequently yeah i i that seems to be the main point of argument for everybody who wants to argue about this for some reason and honestly i've been using dbm for years and years and (laughs) like one or two updates a month is certainly reasonable yeah for all the help that it does every single day so i I don't understand. They're, they must be doing something wrong. There was a, another post that's related to that where um, somebody complained about DBM actually turning itself off, actually disabling itself uh, because it hasn't been updated. How does that actually work? It has a hard-coded revision check in it. So if you're over 150 revisions out of date, it actually disables for being too out of date. But that's not as crazy as people made it sound like people are talking about your mod's three out of date three days out of date it's forcibly disabled that's not how it works you literally have to probably be months out of date for it to do that and i only added that because it got to a point where really really old versions were in circulation i'm talking you're in a 6.1 now i saw people running dbm 5.2 from before siege of orgamar in looking for raid and i'm just thinking <laughs> this is unacceptable the, the, these old mods in the raid, they're not just affecting uh, the user, they're affecting the raid leader or other people in the raid, giving misinformation, probably slowing the computers down to no end because it's not updated for the current patch. Just these out-of-date versions adversely affect everyone, and I thought the best solution for it was to just forcibly disable it if it gets too old, and only if it gets too old, not if it's just slightly out-of-date. So, so you're saying that some of the updates that you do actually improve performance outright? They prefer, uh, sometimes it's performance improvement, sometimes it's just API updates. You know, the game evolves, you know, Blizzard renames functions or refactors their code, and these old versions aren't compatible with it anymore like they used to work. But if they're running like a, these old versions are running a current patch, they're probably running into all kinds of errors the users in C because they turned errors off. They're dropping FPS, going to the Blizzard forums and complaining about their game performance, wasting Blizzard's time until Blizzard's like, oh, 
looks like you have an out-of-date add-on. So nice. I don't want DBM contributing to that either, especially as a tech support MVP who actually deals with these posts on a regular basis. That's another reason why there's the force disable. I know people come to the forums with really old mods and think the game's broken. <laughs> okay, so to clarify, the people who were complaining about too many updates were in um, what seems like one of two kind of divisions, one of which was that they were mistakenly in maybe the alpha or beta testing setting for Curse Client, or two, they're just full of shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, you wrote an article on the Deadly Boss Mods uh, website about this and about uh, uh, how often DVM is updated. We have that link in the show notes if anyone would like to see it. Yeah. Um, and I really encourage people, if they have more questions about this, um, after the show to check out deadlybossmods.com. Yeah, we'll put it, we'll put it in the show notes so it's easy to get to. But uh, if you have any questions about about the the updates in particular, since that seems to be kind of a recurring issue mm-hmm. of misunderstanding, then we'll definitely link you to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want okay. to ask another question too in regards to that, though. Like, why? Like, people ask, why is the mod getting updated this late into the tier? Like, you were kind of touching on it. A GTFO doesn't need such an update like this late, but like, why is DVM getting one? And that just goes back to the features like those Manoroth icons, you know. Even though many, many guilds have killed a certain fight, it doesn't mean there aren't more guilds struggling on it. You know, DBM caters to all audiences, and uh, just because, you know, the top 100 or even top 1,000 have cleared everything by now, there's still more people working on things, and they're giving feedback and saying, we've seen the videos, we've seen the strategies, and they didn't work for us. Here's some suggestions that would help us, and I try to take every suggestion to heart and I continue to update the mods even now to accommodate more people and that's why mods still get updated today but sometimes these accommodations are not compatible with older versions of the mod so you have to kind of push them a little hard gotcha and so um about how many requests would you say you get per week of uh, special requests that for accommodations or special cases and things like that it can vary. It's not so much lately because Legion's the focus now. And that's another reason why DBM is still getting updates. Like, the last three updates have been actually Legion focused. You know, Blizzard officially enabled add ons in the beta. So I tagged a new release, not so much for the people on live, but for the people that are actually beta testing Legion and running all these new dungeons and new raids. The mods are more aimed towards them. But I still wanted to tag a new release because I don't want to convince these people to uh, install alpha versions if they don't know how, and they're more likely to just install the latest release and test and throw it in their beta folder and go with it. So part of the more recent releases too were to ensure dual compatibility between live and beta. Well, that's really cool. So that, that was actually my next question was, what is it that you're actually all doing for Legion? So obviously you are you pushed a new update so that the, the add-on is working in the beta. What else are you doing to, to prepare for Legion? All the raid testing, you know, every time Blizzard puts up a raid test, I'm there. I'm even there the day before, prepping a mod before the raid test. You know, DBM's got some pretty advanced features for uh, raid testing, like auto-learning timers that I try to deploy in all the test mods. So even if you're pulling the boss for the first time, on the first test, you get timers by pull two because the boss mod learns to fight as as you're pulling it. That's really cool. 
Um, do you work with raiding guilds during beta? I have, yes. In fact, I started out Legion work, working uh, with Vodka for a while, and I actually have a few videos on my YouTube channel with testing with them. That's Unfortunately, awesome. Vodka made a very public announcement that they're giving up raiding, so Boom. I jumped to a new guild, a Russian guild, called Openness. I don't know if I pronounced it right, but uh, <laughs> they're a pretty high-end guild, too. They've been taking the to all their testing, and... They've been really fabulous, even though I don't understand a word they're saying during the testing. <laughs> they make sure to explain to me what I need to know, and that's about it. And then I get all the data I need to make the mods. And that's allowed me to make some really good mods for this upcoming expansion. That's excellent. So, while we're sitting on our asses waiting for Legion to come out, you're busting your ass, already probably sick to death of Legion. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'm more looking forward to Legion than... AFKing and live, that's for sure. Yeah. And outside of the raid testing, you know, me and Guildies do a lot of dungeons, you know, there's... They're, Blizzard is pushing focus back on the dungeons, this expansion, you know, turning them into uh, Diablo dungeons and the like, so I put a lot of time into the dungeons. Even the trash mods for the dungeons have a lot of time put into them, sometimes more than the bosses themselves, because when you get to Mythic Plus difficulty, the trash is a big deal. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Trash confirmed more difficult than boss. Actually, it is in most cases. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, so how often do the updates really come out for DBM? Let's just answer this so everybody can hear it. Looking at the sky, I mean, it's about once a month, give or take. You know, sometimes it might be three weeks and then five weeks later, so it's not almost exactly every four weeks. But generally, like, You'll see a release in May, a release in June, a release in July, like that. And there's generally not a second release unless I goofed something up and I say, oh crap, I gotta fix that. So I'll... that's when you might see a new release three days later. But that's not gonna trigger a force disable. It's just gonna, you're just gonna get a pop up three days later and say, hey, there's another update. Sorry about this. You know, that's so confusing because, like, that sounds more than reasonable to me, especially since you're the only person doing this, yeah. and I want my shit to be updated. Right, I yeah. want updates so that I can play better. I don't want to look like an asshole because my add-ons are fucking up. Like, taking a few seconds, like, the ritual for us before raid time is you log in, and then you log out because you forget, and then you go and you update your <laughs> add-ons, and then you log in, and everything's great, and yeah. you're all up to date. And then you say, hey guys, did you update your add-ons? And they're like, no, and then they go and do it. It's, it takes like a minute. You don't even have to leave game most of the time. You can generally just log in game, and if you forgot, be like, oh, oops, update it, and then just reload your UI. You generally only need to restart the client if there was file structure changes, so most minor updates won't actually break just by reloading your UI. See, I didn't know that. So yeah. it's even easier now. Even better. Even better. So, Mystical, I have an idea for you for a Patreon-level reward. Uh -oh. <laughs> the idea is thus. Um, at a certain dollar amount level, and it's got to be a little bit on the higher end. Um, not too high, obviously, but maybe $10 level or something like that. At whatever. Um, you actually sit in on a raid with the team and kind of guide them. Like, give be them cool. yeah, give them some tips and tricks. I know, I know because of all your, your, your deep embeddedness in these fights, you know not only a lot of small, you know, kind of interesting trivia type things about fights in particular, like stand here and you'll avoid this attack kind of thing uh, that most people don't know, 
but also just you're you're that embedded that you know every timer with you yeah. know every, by name and everything and know exactly how teams can handle it. And also, you're a cool guy to hang out with. Right. That's a pretty good idea, but it's somewhat limited. It depends on how I, if I actually sit like join their group, I can kind of watch. But like when it comes to things like Twitch. One of my biggest drawbacks for all of my offerings has been my internet. Since I live in the middle of uh, nowhere, Georgia, I've got really slow internet. Sure, yeah. I, 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 there are very few streams I can actually watch, and I can't stream myself. Otherwise, I'd stream all the time. Like people always ask me, we'd love to watch you stream while you're creating mods. You know, to see the process or see me doing it. And I tell them I wish I could, but I don't have the bandwidth. You know, I've got a point four mega bit upload and like one megabit download the only streams i can watch are the ones that are like atari graphics oh no. <laughs> well yeah i mean i guess that would that would work if they invite you to the group so i mean it, it would it would require i mean it'd have to be a higher dollar level because it would require you know raid raid teams generally raid for a few hours at a time and for you to sit in on one it would yeah. obviously require you being there for a couple hours of your time it's a good idea though but, i was afraid that you were gonna offer nude photos of yourself well, I, I was going to keep that off then, air. Then fist, people might thanks. unhelp him. <laughs> like, I don't want this. <laughs> That's a whole different kind of lagging balls bump. <laughs> so, um, in conclusion, it's it's hard as um, an independent podcast to, or independent anything really, to ask for money or ask for help or anything like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, here at Lagging Balls, like we've definitely thought about it. Um, but we don't really have anything that's worth anybody's money <laughs> um, at all. But uh, you we got this toilet. We got this toilet. Um, <laughs> but you do. Um, you are so deserving. And the community that we have online and in real life, um, at BlizzCon, at Calm Before the Storm, uh, in Game In and Out, like we are a great bunch of people. And it really shows by how much support you've already got and how much support I know that you're already you're gonna get because. Uh, it is a truly worthy cause, and you're completely deserving of all the help we can give you. And uh, we really appreciate all the hard work that you alone have put in for so many years. So, yeah, agreed. I really hope that people, you know, like even a dollar, even a, even a dollar yeah. a day. No, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's every little bit helps, and we want to help you. And we are helping. We pledged. Yeah, we we pledged. If lagging balls can do it, so can you. <laughs> Thanks again for being on the show, Mystical. We really appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for keeping up the... Hopefully this isn't yeah. the last time. Yeah. But yeah. hopefully next time we'll be in happier circumstances. <laughs> and next time we'll, we'll be bringing you on to celebrate that you've tripled your goal. Yeah. And that you're you're finally living all right because yeah. uh, you're supported by all the work you've been putting in. If I tripled my goal, I'd start doing giveaways. One thing I've made clear on my Patreon is I don't want to make too much money. If DBM like, shut up to like 3000 for some crazy reason... I'm not keeping that much money for it, you know. I'm a person of simple means. I only want enough for me and my mother to live on. Just everything else goes back into the mod. When DBM was making enough, I was buying guides for elitist jerks or uh, paying other authors to help me with certain projects on the mod. And I don't. That's what. If that was my that was my stretch goals. Like if I get money up to like 1750 again or something. You know, that money goes back into the mod. I'm not trying to get rich off it. Just trying to make a living. See, everyone? Yeah. Mystical is the hero we deserve. Yeah. <laughs>
that golden heart, man. Um, so I know we're, we're lavishing praise on you. That's probably uncomfortable. I apologize for that. We do want to just call to attention real quick. Um, there are other ways to help. If you are, uh, this is starting to sound like a public television telethon. So we'll leave it at this. If you can pledge something, cool. Uh, if not, just use the thing. Keep it updated because that's contributing as well. And the third way is if there's some something you can contribute. If you are a developer, if you are a programmer of some sort, reach out. Mystical OS is the is the username. You can find him everywhere. Twitter is nice and easy as well at, at Mystical OS on Twitter. Reach out. Let him know what you can do, what you're willing to do. He could use the help uh, in most cases. So you know, definitely reach out and maybe you can contribute something of your own. And if there's something broken or missing, report it. I need your feedback to make it better. Awesome. We just named like six ways to contribute. Yeah, here, so, so yeah. just do one at least. Do it. Do it. Thanks, Mystical. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. So, one more Warcraft news, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I think the first point of news is that there's a Patreon for the Deadly Boss oh, yeah, Mods add-on. Which helps out people who play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god, so cool. Wow. Check out the show notes for all the links. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, it was announced uh, yesterday, I believe, that Blizzard is going to host esports events on Facebook Live. Facebook Live? Facebook I didn't Live. So know that that was a thing. What Facebook Live is, 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 What's is, this is, new fandangled Facebook thing? It is. When you're following somebody or something on Facebook, um, they can choose to, instead of, like, putting up a video or a comment, mm-hmm. they can do something live. So, they can stream. It's like Periscope, if you use the app Periscope. Okay. Um, they, they're just streaming things live. So, they're, somebody has a phone in their hand, and they're pointing it at something you want to see in real time sweet and you can uh like chat along with people watching it too um and if you're following that person or thing you'll get an update nice. on your phone it'll be like blizzard is streaming live right now oh, that's cool so you don't miss it you know and but, if, if you, you know that makes sense that actually makes yeah because if you want to see it live then you know you got to do it now um but and it's also saved so you can watch it nice. later but um, i mean i just meant that it's a it's a feature for facebook that makes sense yeah it's a natural place for them to go i did it the other day when the neighbor across the street let her cat out on the second floor oh yeah window yeah that was live yeah i saw it later yeah oh okay yeah i thought you just shot video okay that's cool yeah that's cool that it just posts it and saves it as a video to watch later later. nice Um, but i could have caught that live i could have also freaked out right alongside you that that cat almost fell out of the window yeah i was about ready to go over and Smack a bitch! Give him a, give him the what for? Uh, smack my bitch! I pull out my gun! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a gun. I'm Canadian. It's okay. Um, but anyway, back to Blizzard. You're Canadian, so therefore you don't have a gun. Yeah, and if I did, it would be fine because I'm what Canadian and I'm not What fucking... if your name's Janie? Janie's got a gun. She's not Canadian, so it's okay! <laughs> it's just ceremonial. Yeah, exactly. So... You know. <laughs> Can I please just get to the point here? Yes, please. Tell us so, what the news is um, <laughs> um, So, uh, they'll begin to broadcast esports events on Facebook Live, like I said. Um, and it will launch this new initiative at the MLG Anaheim Open on June 10th. Sweet. So, look forward to that. And maybe, hopefully, um, every time I've seen uh, somebody or something, I say something in relation to, like, a company or sure, yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, try this for the first time, whether it be on Facebook or Periscope. 
Um, they're always extremely confused about how it works because it's confusing at <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, I caught, um, who was it? What's his fucking name? I caught Sebastian Bach using it for the first nice! time. Nice! You know, from Skid Row. The, does he still have the hair? Of course he does. Does he still have the, the, the cut-off shirts with the muscles? Of course he does. He is so awesome. Of course. Sebastian Bach yeah, rocks. Canadian all the way. Is he um, Canadian? Yes, of course he is. Man, how do you always know who's all I Canadian? I know somebody who went to high school with him. You have, like, Canadian radar? Yes. Canadar? Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, he had no idea how to use it. Nobody does. I don't... Still, probably. Was this. it even facing his face, or was it just shooting at first. Right at his hair? It was like the the ground. <laughs> it's like, how does this? What's happening? <laughs> and you like Godzilla? Exactly. <laughs> um, so apologize to uh, people who don't know what we're talking about, but uh, Sebastian Bach. Yeah, Sebastian Bach. If you don't know Bach. how to rock. Sebastian Bach will show you. He'll show you the way. Um. Anyway, <laughs> can we just stay on track? On, on point here. So uh, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. You tonight. are. Um. Yeah, so that's so look out for that. That's gonna be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. So I'm, we just need to go like follow Blizzard. Yes, just like on Blizzard on Facebook. Sweet. Also, I forgot to mention. Um, the Wait, other... so people should go like and follow us on Facebook so that when we go live, yes, we also broadcast. Who knows what we'll broadcast live? Ah, plans are coming together. Kind of, but I've, I'm following um, Duncan Jones on nice. Periscope. Director of the Warcraft movie? Of the Warcraft movie. And the other night of the he Gorecraft was... the Warcraft movie? The Warcraft. That would be bad. That would be a horror That would flick. be bad. Um, but he was... Warcraft. He was broadcasting live um, a bunch of props from the movie. Oh, cool. It was so cool. And then he turned the camera on all the movie merch that's coming out. Oh, I'm my God. I'm talking phone chargers, calendars, mugs, bed sheets, pillows... Oh my god, I could like, sleep in the world of Warcraft? Yes, you could basically do everything with the Horde symbol on it from now on. So, we're about humana, to be humana. living in a world that is so much better than the one we're living in right now. <laughs> where everybody knows that you love the Horde. <laughs> everybody? Um, That's amazing. It is. So uh, I yeah. like these little glimpses he's been giving people I do into too. things. I do too. I like that... I like that that speaks to his appreciation of what he's doing yeah. and sharing those little those little peeks at it yeah. with the, the fandom. Mm -hmm. You know, he used to play WoW. Yeah? He doesn't anymore because he's too busy, but he used to play WoW. Yeah, he's got a... He used to raid a... with his friends. That's awesome. I know, so I feel better about That's this. That's good background. I feel good for... about this. Yeah, good. Okay, and uh, thanks to Chelsea Monroe Cassell. Who's that? She is the author of the official Game of Thrones cookbook, A Feast of Ice and Fire. The that sounds awful. <laughs> Unless it's like ice cream and things that you've made over a fire. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, continue. Things that have been like frozen, grilled, or and grilled, or or grilled, like yes. grilled. I don't know. Just, just frozen yogurt, ice cream, cakes with like ice cream filling, or like Ooh. molten lava brownie cakes. Yes, that would be fire. And, and like yeah, ice exactly. Cream would be, wow. Right. Yeah. See. Okay. Yeah. I'm right there with him. We don't need these other people. Um, so thanks to Chelsea Monroe Cassell, um, the best dishes in Azeroth can now be recreated in your kitchen. My kitchen? Yeah. Monroe Cassell didn't play World of Warcraft before starting work on the cookbook, but she says, quote, Once I started researching for the cookbook, it was absolutely vital that I played the game, not just to explore the foods and ingredients, but to really get a sense of the world and the aesthetics involved, unquote. Okay, so she's making a World of Warcraft cookbook. Yes, the official cookbook. Ooh, the official one. Which will be available in October. Um, that's awesome. I hope there's lots of delicious vegan things in there. Yeah, it'll probably be a lot of torched meat. Most likely, yes. Honestly. There's a lot of that in World of Warcraft. Um, but if you could pick some recipes 
if I could pick some recipes to be in it, uh, from the top of my head, like a mystery stew, because I'd like to solve the mystery of what is do in the really? stew. Do you really? Because I'm not sure that I. But what if it's delicious? Yeah. What if it's not? Okay. Well, um, uh, Keebler's bits, because then I'd have to go find a Keebler. Um, Ew, but what are its bits? I have no idea. <laughs> Kung- Again, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't like. Think I like where this is trending. Kungaloosh. What's Every- Kungaloosh again? Is, is that, that alcoholic drink? It's an alcoholic drink. Oh, yeah. Everybody's always getting wasted on the Kungaloosh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, critter bits. Critter bites. Oh, nice. So we could attract um, animals and make them quite large. Yeah. Like oh, I, that's the one that blows them up, right? Yeah. It increases their I size? I think so. Um, or is that the one that makes them follow you? It's one of the two. It's one of the two. No, of no magical fun. pet biscuits. Make them bigger. Okay, so this is the one that gets them the to follow you. The critter bites gets them to follow you. So if they had both of those recipes, I could get more animals to follow me, because they already do, and then I could make them bigger <laughs> than I already do make them bigger, because I have a tendency to make animals obese. <laughs> you like your animals round? I do. I do like them round. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then, uh, what's that one that changes you into either a pirate or a... Or a ninja. I don't remember what that's called. Oh, what's it called? It would be really come interesting on, to one. see her oh. come up with that. Yeah, yeah. Because then she would be some kind of I wizard. can't believe I can't remember the name of this right now. Um, All the listeners right now are freaking out and screaming at the speakers yeah, going, You fucking idiot! I can hear How could it. you not remember the name of... Exactly. What is it called? Did you think that you pretending to be somebody else would make you remember what you're trying to remember? I was hoping so, That doesn't yeah. work. I thought maybe no. I could yell at myself no. and... Yeah. But uh, the book would be really helpful if it taught us how to, like, actually drop a feast for your friends. Oh, totally. In real life. It's just like, hey, guys. That's got to be in there. We're about to do something fun. Here's a feast. Get some get some cheese. Raise all your stats. Get well fed. Yeah. For an hour. That's right. Unless you die. Um, <laughs> don't but, die, guys. Yeah, don't die. Because you won't come back. Unless you're in the world. Unless you're in the world of Warcraft. But, of Warcraft. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about IRL. Ah, uh, yes. Which is why this is news. Anyway, uh. um, that's exciting. I'm going to buy it. I don't care. You're going to eat some mystery stew. I might, depending Ew. on what's in it, because it's a mystery. Yeah, you're going to eat some of Kipler's bits. I already do. <laughs> Cheers, love. It's Overwatch news. So there's a new digital short comic about Symmetra out. Nice. And it's called Better World, and uh, it's really good. Really, um... A little political. A little political, yeah. Very involved. Very... I don't know why Trump was in there. <laughs> no. No, Trump wasn't in there. wasn't. But uh, I love Symmetra. Like, I... During the last beta weekend... <laughs> um, <laughs> even though I was maining Mercy, I, I would try to uh, use Symmetra as often as possible. Um, Mostly on defend maps? Or? Only on defend maps. Only on defend maps. Um, and she seems... She's so fun. And she's such... Like, she changes the game. Yeah. When you play her, like, you have a lot of different things to think about than normal. Um, like where to put your turrets and where to put your transporter or teleporter or whatever. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed playing her and I'm really looking forward to getting better at her. So I was really excited when the comic came out and it was about her. Yeah. So it was really cool. She she gets into her uh, um, her little uniform at one point in the comic and it's just really cool to see her put it on and she just looks so cool. And I really like her. Set up some teleporters and like yeah. do her thing. Yeah, do her thing, manipulate light too. Shit. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty sweet. And then we also had the new animated short called Dragons. Yes, about Genji and Hanzo. I'm not gonna lie, this one probably brought me the closest to tears. Yeah, I saw them welling up in your eyes. Yeah, and I'm not sorry because it was amazing. Yeah, I laughed too. It was too really, little, but... really well done. Yeah, 
That's fine. I don't. I can. I can power through your ridicule on the strength of this. It's awesome cool. I tried it the last one. The yeah. uh, the uh, tracer and widowmaker one. I just uh, sure. Uh, yeah. The part where I'm sorry if nobody's seen it yet, but the part where like tracer is on top of widowmaker and she's like, "How could you do this?" And then widowmaker starts laughing at her and she yeah. just like recoils back in disbelief, like, ugh. Yeah. It's like such such like difference between them. Like Tracer's so good and innocent and Widowmaker's so bad and, and heartless. Ugh. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. It was really powerfully presented. Yeah. These shorts are just fucking gorgeous and they just they're up there with like Pixar movies. They're downright cinematic. They're cinematic, yes. They're beautiful, they're cinematic, and like when you start watching them your heart just starts beating, you know? Like, it starts, like, racing almost. You're just like, yes, this is going to be great. And, like, however limited uh, playtime you've had or, or uh, however little you know about Overwatch or how much you know, like, you can't help but be at least intrigued about one or all of these characters. Yeah. Like, there's just something... It's almost like X-Men in a way, you know? Yeah. It's like, you don't have to be the hugest X-Men fan, but you know there's at least one that you really like because you like identify with them a little bit or you admire them a little bit or you like their abilities or who they are whatever right so or they just look cool or they just look cool yeah there's and a lot of reasons overwatch has a lot of that so um check out this uh, this new one it's, it's really beautiful and speaking of how cinematic these all are very cinematic um there is an overwatch launch celebration presented by coca-cola coca-cola uh, who's not a sponsor on this program but we'd love for you to be we enjoy delicious coca-cola products in, in all of its forms mm. vanilla coke and diet coke and cherry coke and vanilla diet coke <laughs> <laughs> and diet caffeine free mm. coke and don't forget the original coca-cola classic <laughs> wow you did that too wow okay wow uh yeah sponsors coke uh so overwatch <laughs> launch uh celebration presented by coca-cola uh for one night only on may what was it 22nd ah uh, yes uh select theaters in the united states and canada will be showing a collection of overwatch cinematics animated shorts and hero trailers hell yes and attendees will also get the chance to see new developer panel that offers behind the scenes look at the heroes and lore of overwatch universe and the cherry on top there's more the cherry on top. There will be a special. There will be special Overwatch swag for attendees. Oh my god! Last, so. Are we gonna like camp out? Because we're obviously going to this. I mean, we have to. <laughs> so there's set theaters in Canada and the U.S. that are absolutely having it, but you can also get uh, enough people to uh, sign up in your area. In your area. Oh, nice. If you can, so, so band together, people. Band together. Um, you don't have much time left, so I don't know. Um, but hopefully you can make it to see um, this. It's going to be fucking cool. Um, it's going to be a great way to, uh, you know, ease the tension yeah. that everybody's been feeling since I hope there's the a last new cinematic. I hope there's a new cinematic or something. Honestly, I don't even care. Yeah. They haven't, aside from the, the panel that we just mentioned, they haven't really said anything else about what's going to be included here. Well, yeah. panel, and that you'll get sl swag for yeah. attending. I must have. But I really hope that there's, like, some new stuff, too, because that'd yeah. be awesome. But even so, just seeing everything that we've seen so far up on the big screen instead yes. in the theater would be really cool. I'm going to cry. And then, like, meet a bunch of people because you know you know why everybody else in that room is there. Yeah. 
they've all paid to get into because what is it like 10 bucks something like that yeah it was like 10 bucks or does it matter it, it might vary it might vary based but... on the theater so just check your local listings yeah um we'll we'll, we'll have, have a link, link in the show notes yeah, we'll have the link so, so you can, can start there yeah so hurry up and do that and on the same vein you have one day left as of today which is tuesday to get your overwatch cups from taco bell because it ends on the 18th okay so go and do that Hopefully you befriend somebody who works at Taco Bell because maybe they can give you like a hundred cups. I don't know. But uh, good luck. Good luck, guys. Now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm because we know you can't stop talking about it either. Oh my god, it's time for the Chromie. Okay, Chromie. 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 Pro. Hey, Chromie. It's Chromie. It's Chromie. The time traveling. Chromie the Nomi. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ah, yeah. And I like it. Thank you. Yeah, so by the time you're hearing this, Chromie will either already be in or being about to enter the Nexus. Awesome. I love when WoW characters come into yeah. the Nexus. Yeah. Especially like a high powerful one like this. Yeah. We, we had the teaser about this with the dragon flying over. Yes. So everybody was like, oh my god, what dragon? What dragon is going to like, it's Deathwag! It's Deathwag! Oh my god, it's Anexia! It's Deathwag! Some, somebody suggested Anexia on, on, on Twitter. I, Which would be cool. I apologize for not remembering who it was that suggested that out there. I'm such an asshole for not looking that up ahead of time. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought it was the coolest suggestion. So at least there's that. Hopefully I thought it was the coolest. someday. Yeah. But yeah, so Chromie's coming up. Yep. Coming into the Nexus tomorrow, or today, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, Also, if you live in the L.A. area, in California, one, we hate you. California knows how to party. (laughs) That's all I know about California. In the city. In the city. Of L.A. (laughs) They're gonna have this event. What event? Someday. When? (laughs) On Saturday, June 4th. Okay. Okay, so if you live in the L.A. area in California, we'll actually get to the point now. Um, be sure to get your tickets for the North American Summer Regional live at the ESL Studios on Saturday, June 4th in Burbank, California. Lovely. Burbank, California. Hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you sounded like you're on the prices, right? I know. And you're like <laughs> introducing what you might win. So yeah, if you are uh, local to the area, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's, we'll have uh, a link in the show notes for yeah. you so you can check that out. I forget the price, but it's it's cheap. It's like 10 bucks or something like that. Nice. And you can totally just show up. They always have swag there. They always have like areas for hearthstone live and things like that there's always like hype 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 in the love crowd that. Love that. there's gonna be live commentators there's gonna be cameras everywhere everything's gonna be streaming on twitch get thee to this event if you can because we're jealous that we can't go ourselves go for us let's talk a little diablo um, just a quick little shout out to Diablo itself. Um, yeah, yeah. Diablo 3 turned four years old on the 15th of May. Happy birthday, Diablo. Yay. Congratulations to everyone working so hard on such an amazing game. Yeah, let's give him a round of applause. Woo! I slap my thighs. Yes. Slapping them hands. Yes. So congratulations. Yeah. Happy birthday. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout outs. Shout outs, yay, yay. All right, this week um, I was very, very, very early with the weekly Warcraft question. Nicely done. Uh, a thank you. Um, and it was thusly, which mount would you love to ride into work tomorrow? Just picture yourself. It's a Monday. You're like, shit, barely got out of bed. You skipped your shower because you slept in. You smell. <laughs> you look terrible. And you have to go to work and face your stupid boss and all the people you really hate at your job. 
And wouldn't it just be great <laughs> to like skip the traffic, skip the driving in the car, and just like hop on your favorite mount and ride it to work and either everybody is terrified of it and they run away and you don't have to deal with them or maybe it like burns the building down and there's like no work <laughs> anymore or I don't know. Maybe everybody loves it so much because it's adorable and then all of a sudden you're the most popular person at work. I, I don't know. Because just, your Corhana is just so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> um, so we asked you on Twitter what uh, mount you would love to ride into work and we got some great answers. So let's start with at TBKZord. Um, yeah, TBKZord. Hey, buddy. Gonna have to go with my Corhound. Traffic jams would be a thing of the past. Oh, I just said that. And then he s- followed up with that quickly with the Crap, why didn't I pick a flying mount? I fail. We'll just say I don't have the real world flying achievement yet. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Yeah, it's a good save. Nice save. Ooh. Chris Hall at Tremont Rhino says, Horseman. Not to brag, but I'm pretty sure I was the first on my server to get it the year Ooh. it debuted. I didn't know it could fly until a few days after I got it. I almost passed out when I leapt into the air and stayed there hovering. Wow. And it looks uber bad with... T10 warrior set. I happen to agree with that That's statement. pretty dope, bro. It's pretty sweet. Pretty dope right now. Our friend Spanky Hunter at Richard Kearney J says, Mimron's head cased into helicopter. <laughs> Works for me. That's a good reason. Uh, Draven Dresden at Draven Dresden says, Do I have to unmount once I get there? No. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. <laughs> You're on a fucking mount. Yeah. You can do what you want. Whatever. Um, our guildmate Master Mud at Master Mud says, The Frostwolf Howler, it was my first epic mount. Didn't bother trying to get the Pally Mount quest done. Nice. Yeah, why not? That's a good one. If you're happy with your Frostwolf Howler, then whatevs. And Lita, hi Lita. Hi Lita. At Lita Wow says, I'd fly in on my Violet Proto Drake because it looks bad ass. What other reason do you need, really? Yeah. Um, our friend Big G at Gravinaw says, The Dark Lady. If not her, then the Armored Bloodwing. Wing. <laughs> What's the dark lady? Like, I think it was like a sex joke, I think. Like, like Sylvanas? Yeah. I think that's what he meant. <laughs> Correct us if I'm wrong. <laughs> you want to ride the Sylvanas? Yeah. That's an X-rated entry yes. into work, brother. I'm not going into work today. That's probably... Hey, <laughs> It's probably not at all what he meant. Probably not. But we not. just made we're it sexual. Idiots, because so. <laughs> we don't yeah. want that. Sorry. Okay, Kara at Zendara says, Invincible, because then they couldn't see me. (laughs) I get that. That's fucking funny. (laughs) Um, Our friend Pete Barta at Pete Barta says, Demonic Gladiators Infernal. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Seriously, what the fuck? What the fuck? Dude, Peter, seriously. What the the fuck? Good fucking answer. (laughs) And Warchief Vulgen at Chief Vulgen, what up? Chief Vulgen? Would love to ride them fell hunters, but you know, demons bad, so I just stick to my raptors. <laughs> well put, my friend. Honestly, if I saw Chief Vulgen riding anything other than a raptor, it'd be strange. No. Nah. So. Or funny. Or funny. I mean, it'd probably just probably look just hilarious. Strange, yeah. yeah. Um, Kiwi Red at one of these alts says, anything mechanical with pink slip and great resale value. Hashtag bills due last week. <laughs> <laughs> Something's on your mind. I get it. Ro at Ro Wow. What up, man? Hi, Ro. Says Fellfire Hawk because it's freaking green fire, okay? Well, he is a warlock. Sure so is. That makes sense. Warlock for life. Very, very smart. Very smart. Our friend Chad Glint at Wargus AIE says, My Fellstalker, I'd love to see the meter reader try to leave me a ticket. 
Yeah. Nice. Man, I tell you, the meter readers, those sons of... Uh, Grand Nagus at Grand Nagus 1 says, Is that really a question? In my humble opinion, there's only one mount you would want in the game. The rest are just numbers. Mimiron's head. Mimiron's head. Everyone loves getting head. I mean, Mimiron's head. <laughs> Mimiron's head. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good head. Um, Tom at Cirque in the Tank says, My Mimiron's head. Engineering to the max. Hell yes. Yes. Good answer. By the way, Zirkin, way good on Roadhog in Overwatch. Yes. That was way fun. Zirkin, that was way fun, bro. Yes. I thought I was good on Roadhog. And then he kept getting like those cards at the end that yeah. would talk about like his high percentage amount of landing those chains, which is just awesome. Mm -hmm. It's just a, such, such a bitchy thing to That's what you're supposed to, to do with yeah, Roadhog. Totally. So side note there, but Mimron's head, good answer. Yes. I think there were like three of those. I think that one kind of wins if we were ranking yeah, them so. as far as popularity. What would you, what would you take? Um, my favorite mount in the game is the is the Swift Windsteed. Um, oh, I just yeah. love it. And my favorite ground mount is the White Riding Talbuck. Nice. Um, either of those would be great, but um, since I tend to usually hate my coworkers, hmm, probably some kind of Drake, maybe like a proto Drake. I just feel like nice. they have like really big jaws. Maybe it'd be really scary. Totally. I don't know. Yeah, my answer is the Violet Proto Drake. I'm with Lita on this one. Yeah. Because I, I worked long and hard on that one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Long and hard. <laughs> I earned it. You did. And I love it. it. Yeah, so. Thank you for answering all those questions, everybody. If you would like to answer, the question is still up on our Twitter. And you can find us on Twitter at Lagging Balls. Where? At Lagging Balls. Oh. On Twitter. That's just the name. Yeah. And sometime okay. during the week, I always post a question. It's not necessarily about Warcraft, but whatever. So uh, please answer it, because we'll always read it on yeah. the show. Wish you guys could have seen this flourish she did. Sometimes this huge arm flourish. Sometimes throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. It's for effect. It's, they yeah. can feel that. When you make that kind of flourish, they can feel it in their ears. I'm sorry, everybody, for invading your ears with my flourish. Don't be sorry. That's where your flourishes belong. Right in the ear holes. Ow. Listener feedback time! Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks! So we have another audio submission from our friend Pete. Nice. Pete Rock. Pete Rock. And here it goes. Play the clip. Roll it. Roll the clip. Hey, Thorn and Thist. It's Pete Barta, and I have a question for you. Uh, I was wondering if you got into the lore of Warcraft, um, specifically the novels, and more specifically uh, the Chronicle that came out a few weeks ago. Um, if you haven't read it, it's amazing, and you should. Um, but I was just wondering if you got into the novels or the comics or any of the other media that Blizzard has put out uh, in the Warcraft universe that is not a video game. Love the show. Keep it up. Thanks. All right. Okay, That's nice one, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the question. So, are we into lore? Honestly, I am not as well-versed in it as I would like to be. Yeah. Um, I have all of the, not all of them, but quite a few novels and comics and books at my disposal. Um, you just haven't read them yet? No, I haven't. Yeah. You know, I, I know enough. To get by, like, I, um, there's a lot of really good lore resources at, in the form of podcasts and yeah. videos on YouTube, which I enjoy. Um, but it's just, it's it's something that um, 
you know when you really want to do something but it just seems like a huge endeavor so you're afraid to start yeah it's that yeah totally. it's very that so i mean there's how many novels now like yeah 78 but i promised myself <laughs> that i would start reading the novels seriously before the movie came out so you know you're almost I, out of time i know that but that's great because i don't want the movie to come out Hell so yeah. bad but um like i i know what the movie's about pretty like i can guess what the movie's about and i, I won't be lost or anything like that but yeah. i would just like to at least have an opinion on how they kept to the story you yeah. know what i mean yep um so yeah what yeah. about you i started like my, my warcraft comics collection but i don't i don't think i got the first couple yeah so i think i got started with like three four i have three and four through like 12 or something like that yeah. so i got a long way to go as far as collecting them but i don't want to start reading them until i obviously have the first oh, two okay, when that happens yeah so, you know, I've just got a stack of these comics that are just kind of collecting dust at the moment. But, you know, they're collected for a reason. Yes. They'll, they'll stay there. And then other Blues Media, tons of podcasts all the time. And I love when podcasters do um, lore segments. Oh, me too. Or if they're just about straight up lore. It's really yeah. helpful. It really, it's it helps. Like, we do a lot of RP. We did um, another chapter of our, our RP campaign uh, on Saturday. Yep. P.S. Thank you for everybody who tuned in on Twitch. Uh, I know it was really short notice, but thank you for watching. It was cool that you streamed it. Totally. It was awesome. It was, it was really fun. fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it just helps with my immersion. Yeah. My immersion. <laughs> and another shout out to Manfi for organizing that. And honestly, speaking of lore people, Manfi really has his lore down. Yeah. Well, you have to if you're going to be a dungeon master yeah. in World of Warcraft yeah. and make up your own content. Like, just, just as, a, as an example... We, we can roll for lore checks kind of whenever we want throughout mm -hmm. these RP things. So sometimes if we're in a new situation or there's, we're confronted with a new person, sometimes one of us will think to do a lore check just to see if we can get some insight into the situation or person that we're facing. Yeah, so we roll. And he always has something to say, like, in depth. Yep. Like, it, it's not like a like a, a gloss over general information it's not stuff. like, like he takes like details. 10 minutes to like answer it's like <laughs> know, no it's he's awesome. got he's got it down so. yeah it's really cool so yeah cool. it's it's definitely it's not something that i'm not interested in it's something that i am absolutely interested in and yeah. uh i'm gonna work on that um so you also mentioned the warcraft chronicle um volume one is the only one out currently that's the big and, hardcover yes it's a huge giant hardcover um i believe dark horse uh produced it and it's beautiful. The artwork is unprecedentedly gorgeous, and it's insanely interesting read. And uh, that's a nice segue, actually, because we have an extra one, and that the World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume One will be the prize that we are giving away next week on our one-year anniversary live streaming show. Ow! Yes. Hell yes. So next week, it's our one year anniversary. We are doing the show completely live and it will be um, on camera. So you'll be able <laughs> to see us. Oh man. Um, and we'll be giving away that book. So what we need you guys to do if you want a chance to win this book, never been opened, um, but it has been rubbed on by me and cats. And, and I stuff. may or may not have humped it. Maybe. Um, that just adds to its value, obviously. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um. But yeah, so what we need you guys to do is tune into the show. We do realize that it's on Overwatch release day. We yes. realize this. Don't think that we don't know. We, we, we would not have planned it this way a year ago nope. if we had the chance. But since we have not gotten Doc Brown's time machine yet, we can't go back and fix that. So exactly. in the meantime, we, it will be on Overwatch day. Um, so we Sorry. won't take up too much of your time. <laughs> but we're going to have a grand old time with it. 
uh, put us on in the background if you can or whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're if you can't tune in, directly. I don't recommend that though because in Overwatch, yeah, you can hear people sneak up on you. Right. So which is pretty just, important. Anyway, um, I mean, put so, us on in the background. Die to people sneaking up on you. It's cool. Uh, we're worth it. So it'll be about an hour. <laughs> we need you to listen to the whole thing because at some point during the episode, we're going to say a phrase that you need to tweet back to us. And once you tweet that back to us, um, you'll be in the competition, I right. guess, for the book, and the winner will be chosen at random. Yep. So make sure to do that if you like that book. And uh, I really hope that uh, some people can can join us because yeah. it's going to be awkward and there's going to be no editing and they're going <laughs> to see us. Yeah. And this nice thing that we've been putting out every week that sounds like it's well put together and like that we have our thoughts in order and all that sort of thing, you're going to see the real deal. Yeah. We sit next to a toilet for a reason, people. Yeah. We're not going to be in the Because sometimes this show, is, this show is shit. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> we're not going to be in the bathroom next week, by no. the way. No, we won't do it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so thank you to Pete for that awesome question and the awesome segue, and um, we really hope to see you next week. Yeah. Live. Oh, God. Please be gentle. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, we'll see But you until then, bye, Felicia. <laughs> hey, gang, we need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. And now, an official Lagging Balls health update. Overwatch withdrawal produces both physical side effects that may mimic the flu and psychological symptoms during two distinct phases, known as early and late withdrawal. Early on during Overwatch withdrawal, muscle aches, tearing, runny nose, yawning, insomnia, agitation, anxiety, and sweating are common. Later on, nausea and vomiting, chills or goosebumps, diarrhea, abdominal cramps, dilated pupils, crying, attempting to turn yourself into a turret, dropping the beat, cautiously looking at the clock to see how close it is to high noon, going bananas, and holding yourself in the fetal position while rocking and telling yourself over and over that heroes never die will occur during late withdrawal. There is no cure besides actually playing Overwatch, but we recommend easing your suffering by enjoying any number of other highly enjoyable and nutritious Blizzard games. Okay, I think it's time we had the talk. Now, I need you to stop trying to model yourself and Heroes of the Storm. All you're doing is feeding the other team more points. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. Every time you nearly die, you are not getting more stronger. Okay? You're making us weaker. And there aren't going to be 72 virgins while you're waiting to respawn. I don't care if you think there's an achievement for having a 5 minute respawn time. It doesn't work that way. Okay? So just pretend you're playing Diablo in hardcore mode. Hardcore mode. And don't die. You see, your failure is making me stupider by the minute. Stop dying already. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. 
Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh, if you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! Test, 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 Oh, it's actually working. Wow. Fuck yeah!